We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Wednesday, it's September 6th. It is 2023. Last day before the NFL season gets kicked off and rolling here. Uh, joined today by Timothy Buell. Tasteful tides in the DFS streets. Tim, what's happening, my friend? Yeah, not much, man. It's just, uh, we were just talking about, you know, doing some NFL content and getting ready for the season. Yeah, uh, I'll be doing uh, Grinders Live every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. with Dean and uh, Bobby Gomes. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, and, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. I'm hoping for a good uh, good season of uh, DFS results and, and uh, content. Yeah, I'm like 10 hours deep over the last 24 hours in NFL Week 1 research. So, um, yeah, definitely ready uh, for the NFL season. Um I mean, you do all the research for like best balls and then all of a sudden you like have to turn that into <laughs> week one, you know? So, um, but yeah, ton of fun. And, um, we got a nice little, nice little baseball slate. Everybody's saying Holy Houston on Tuesday. Uh, Holy Houston indeed. Um, they, they had a game. So, um, I mean, my, my slate kind of ended early. Like I had, um, Singer and I didn't have Astros. So, I mean, my team, I was telling, I was telling Tim, like I'm, my team's actually really, really solid, um, even with Singer. Like all my hitters did something, and it's just one of those slates. So, um, yeah, one of yeah, those interesting I, slates. I pitched Singer myself, and I did not have a very good slate. I did have her win my Giants Cubs over bet, so I'm pretty, pretty happy with that. So that that saved me a little bit. Yeah, I went. I had like a Royals. Mets brave stack with um singer and fiat and the the really low owned like royals did their thing i mean velasquez scored like 19 and he was 2.5 and massey was under one percent and he scored like 19 so um Mm -hmm. always good when those guys work out singer just didn't work out which i mean it is what it is so uh let's talk some baseball we got a nice little six gamer here on today's podcast um you know pretty pretty split slates throughout the day um 
but we're going to focus on the main slate here. Um, if I seem distracted, the Rotor Grinders season-long football draft is happening right now, and I'm <laughs> trying to do both, um, so don't mind me. If I blab on, it's probably why. All right, we got Detroit at New York facing the Yankees today. This game has a nine total. The Yankees are a 165 favorite. We got Schmidt and Manning in this one. Um, any interest here in Matt Manning? You know, I actually do. Um, just because, like, if you're not going to pitch, you know, you know, two top aces like Strider and Scherzer or Strider and Verlander, you're going to need somebody in this price range if you're going to get any bats at all. So I think that he's actually kind of an interesting play. Um, he's priced pretty affordably. He's got good control against right-handed bats. He, you know, limits the damage against them. Um, you know, like he's got a pretty decent K rate against right-handed bats. This Yankees team is very right-handed heavy. Um, so I think he is absolutely worth a shot in GPPs. Like, I just think that if you, like, just the way lineup construction sets up, I think that he has to be a part of your GPP pool. Yeah, I don't think that is a crazy idea. Um, at 6,700, you know, we do have, again, like we have the Braves on this slate, and we don't really expect Dakota Hudson to be able to shut down Atlanta. So, I mean, if you're going to try to play some of those teams, I think Tuki Toussaint is kind of the chalky, potential chalky play. Um, and then, like, Schmidt on the other side of this game, like these I, guys yeah. in this like range, like there's, I mean, plenty of ownership that's going to be in this range just in general. So um, I don't mind Manning, you know, the Yankees definitely strike out. Manning has been pitching pretty good here recently. My problem with Manning is he's not a huge strikeout guy. Um, and if you can't attack the Yankees lineup, they can, they can pound you, man. Um, no, I know. Really, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean pitch really well but, last time again, like last time out against them. Right. And, and the thing is like, I wouldn't fault you if you're like, Tim, you're stupid. I'm stacking the Yankees. If you said that to me, I'd be fine with that. But because um, I also have interest in Schmidt. And I'll tell you one thing. Uh, if Tukey's the chalk cheap guy, then I have a lot of interest in Schmidt and Manning because I have no interest in Tukey. So especially if Tukey's going to be chalk. So if that, if, Schmidt and Manning are going to be lower owned than Tukey, then I have a lot of interest in both these guys. I think the chalk will be Schmidt and Tukey. I don't think it will be Manning, but I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, let's go to Schmidt on the other side of this game. 7,100 on DraftKings. Pitch count wise, way better pitch count than Manning. Like that's the one thing with Manning that we don't love is like, he doesn't go out and he's not fully extended into like that hundred and hundred range. Um, Schmidt, great matchup against Detroit. Struggled last time out against them. Had seven strikeouts. Just struggled with some walks, and uh, it cost him a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, on this slate, I mean, at 7,100, he, he sets up as a really good play. Really strong control. Uh, does a good job keeping the ball on the ground. Um, you know, 25% strikeout rate against right, against righties. You know, 20% against lefties. That's, that's really decent on this slate for 7,100. So... I, I I definitely have interest in, in both of these pitchers. 
So, I mean, it's just, it's going to be a tough slate because you've got Strider and then you also have Scherzer. So it's like, you're going to have to find some semblance of value, some semblance of, of low price pitching. If you were going to play any high end bats. Um, any interest in the Detroit bats in this one? I mean, I suppose you could um, maybe pay like, you know, uh, like Badu maybe at 3,200. He'll probably be batting lead off. Um, none of these, like, I don't really want to pay up for like Torkelson or Carpenter or McKinstry. So I, I really strongly prefer Schmidt uh, for this game. Yeah, I mean, if if we're getting decent ownership here on Carp or yeah, if we're de- decent in ownership on Schmidt, I could see going like a Parker Meadows, Kerry Carpenter, and then finding a third piece like a lefty. Like Schmidt, when he struggles, it's against lefties. So like I could see rolling like a three man Detroit lefty stack out there, chasing some home runs. It's in Yankee Stadium, um, so I could see myself doing something along those lines here um yankees bats against manning any interest in the yankees here uh i mean obviously the 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 usual suspects of judge torres stanton all fine um jason dominguez 3100 i think he'd be a fine play uh peraza 2800 i guess he's relatively cheap um so yeah I still kind of like Manning in this matchup, but I've got no issue with getting to some of these Yankees bats. Like, let's face it. Like, if you're making 20 teams on this slate, you're going to be playing some Manning on some teams. You're going to be playing some Yankees on some other teams. Like, you're just going to have to do that because they absolutely have a ceiling in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, again, like, if Manning's going to get some ownership here, I don't mind. Um you know, stacking up the Yankees. This game's in Yankee Stadium. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, I I think that overall um, I'm much more interested in, like, the pitching in this game. But if, if like, if ownership di- dictates, like, this game just being – or the pitchers in this game just being too popular, I could definitely get on some bats here um, just to get different. All right, we got Mets at nationals um it sounds like we're gonna see jose uh buto pitch for the mets that's kind of what was announced um there's no total out in this game because it was recently announced um earlier today but add-on pitching for washington um any interest here in budo uh i mean i think it's the similar kind of case that i made for manning goes for uh, Budo like he you know he's a, a very very cheap option on a slate where we're gonna need uh, cheap pitchers um problem is is that Washington just they just don't strike out like at all so it's like Babbitt's really gonna have to be in his favor uh, but I, I still think I think he's gonna be a part of the pool I think he's got to be part of the pool sorry again distracted because i had like three three people queued and they all got drafted um i my my concern with him is he really hasn't pitched deep 
I know he's like stretched out uh, because he was pitching um, like starting in the minors and he was stretched out in the minors, but like we really haven't seen him throw like a, a, a full session recently. Um, I will say like with Carrasco being shut down um, for the season, maybe we see him go 80 pitches here at 6,500. Washington is not the worst matchup. Um, but overall, man, I, I probably don't play him in this spot. I guess you could do worse. Uh, add on on the other side of this game, no interest for me in him at all. Um, no, Mets are kind of rolling think, right now. Yeah, and it's I, I honestly the three pitchers that we've mentioned before him I like better. So I, I see no reason to like go down to the fifty nine hundred dollar mark. Um, I I I like the Mets quite a bit as a stack. I'll tell you that, but I have no interest in a dome. Um, I like the Mets bats. I think they're in a great spot today. You know, we talked about them yesterday. Um, Lindor, Alonzo, they did their thing. Nimmo had a good game. Uh, what do you like here for the Mets today? Yeah, I'd go right back. I'd go right back to Nimmo for only $4,200. Like that seems insanely cheap. Alvarez, if he gets to start 3,500, I think he's in a great spot. Lindor, obviously 4,800, uh, Beatty's 2700 Like, this stack seems super affordable. Like, you could pay up for a high-end stud pitcher like Strider, pay, play one of these mid-range guys that we've talked about, and get some of these Mets guys. Like, I think that's a really, really solid play, honestly. Um, Washington bats? I mean, I don't necessarily love Washington in general here. I Kaboom at 3,800 is someone I wouldn't mind maybe taking a shot on or two, but I mean, one of the reasons that like you have to like think like, do I play Budo is because it's like, you know, do we take shots because this <laughs> team is just not good. Um, Blankenhorn was called up recently. He's three K. Um, he should yep. crack the lineup today. So mm-hmm. Um, don't mind him. Um, he's someone that has some power and he's three K. So he's probably the guy that I'd be looking at as like a cheap one off in the spot for the cheap guy. I completely agree with you. And then if you wanted to go up, I'm always a big fan of CJ Abrams. So like if you're at that price point, you need somebody, obviously I, I like Lindor more, but I think Abrams is a really solid player all around. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, moving on. We got St. Louis at Atlanta. Nine total in this game. Braves, a 300 favorite <laughs> strider against <laughs> Hudson. 
Are they um, really, or do you just copy and paste that every single day? Just like I should, man. Every... I should. I shouldn't even look. I should just say it. Um, but no, they are. Uh, they're two ninety five on some books, but most books are three hundred. Um, uh, any interest here in Dakota Hudson? No. No. He's Listen, he's in a really you. bad spot on on Wednesday. I say it all the time. My job is just to ask. Uh, low strikeout guy. Tries to generate ground balls. Um, not a good spot. Not a good spot at all. Um, facing like Albies, Riley, Olsen, Ozuna. Like these guys are fly ball hitters. Like that's not what Dakota Hudson wants to see today, he, especially he when gives he can't. Up, he gives up over 50% hard, hard hits to both sides of the plate. He's a 14% K rate pitcher. I mean, he is like, there's no way I'd play him. Like at 150, I'd, I'd X mount. Um, Atlanta, we got Strider on the hill. He's 12-3. Um, he, I mean, he has paid off this price tag recently. He has plenty of strikeout ability. I mean, when you're looking at just raw points, I definitely prefer him over Scherzer and Verlander. Um, yeah. If you're going up in this 10K range, like, it's a no-brainer for me. Not saying I'll necessarily do it, but, I mean, this might be one of those slates that I, I plug in Strider and I play one of these cheap guys um, and then just kind of build bats around him because I just no one can – I don't think no one can touch the ceiling on this slate. I mean, I'm 1,000% pitching Strider. Like, the matchup for Scherzer and Verlander, it's just not the best. So, like, Strider is in such a good spot. I mean, well – He's not in the best matchup he could be in. It's a relatively low K-rate matchup uh, with St. Louis, but I don't really care. Strider can, Strider, Strider can strike out the world, so I really, I'm really i going to be rostering him. Um, no interest for me in the Cardinals' bats. You know, we, We've talked about it a lot recently. They, I mean, they're pinch-hitting guys. They're just not giving us like full games out of these guys. Um I just I can't do it on the Cardinals bats today. Yeah, no no chance. Atlanta, I mean, they're the top stack in the slate, it, and it seems like we say that every single day. Um, but I mean, if you can make them work, like Hudson is not a guy that's going to go out there and blow the ball by people. Um, I think this is a great spot for Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, they're all in play. That, that's the that's the scary thing about this team. Each and every single day. They're all in play, both sides of the plate, against just about anybody. Um, it's like, I, you know, Albies at 5,700, Acuna, obviously. I mean, Acuna should be 7K. If they're going to make him 7K at Coors, they should make, make him 7K in this matchup, don't you think? <laughs> at, at home in Atlanta against Dakota Hudson, like he should be 7K. He was my lowest scoring hitter on um... – <laughs> on Tuesday night, he scored two fantasy points. He was the lowest scoring guy, most expensive guy I paid for, and also, um, you know, lowest, lowest scoring guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, he should be up there every single day. His home run and like stole, like stolen base upside is just so incredibly high. Um, and he gets on base so much that it's so hard not to have that guy. I mean, like he's breaking records out there. So, and, and Michael Harris at 4,500 seems a little cheap too. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like these guys are firmly, firmly implied. 
Yeah, people don't like playing him either because um, where he hits in the lineup, but I don't mind it at all. So Yeah, I would not – do not shy away, away from that on this slate at all. All right, Chicago White Sox, Kansas City Royals, nine and a half total, slight pick them, but, I mean, slight favorite to the Royals at minus 120. Toussaint and Lyles, um, I'm, I like the runs in this game. I, I do. Um, but let's start with Tuki Toussaint. As far as, like, cheap pitching goes, Tuki Toussaint is someone that he has upside. Um, his strikeout rate, 30% against right-handed p- hitting this season. You know, you think Garcia, Perez, Witt, um, I mean, they are going to have four, five, six righties in this lineup. So, like, there is strikeout upside in this matchup. Uh, what are your thoughts on Tucson? I understand the K rate. I just can never get by the, the walks. Like, he has got no control. And it's just, like, I I think this is a pretty good spot for the Royals. And so, like we said at the beginning of the show going to come down to ownership like if he's going to be the popular one over schmidt and manning then there's no chance i'm touching him and i'll be much much heavier on the royals if he's not going to be the chalky cheap guy um then i then i might you know change course and roster him but it's like i don't know like i i'd rather i'd rather stack the royals than than pitch tukey see it both ways um like if, if i'm building three lineups on this slate i, I could definitely see playing tukey on one and stacking the royals on another uh because yeah, I, I mean i think these these three cheap pitchers that we've we've talked about like all three of them are in play um you know tucson has upside his walks are concerning but like the royals have one of the lowest walk rates in baseball against right-handed pitching so i mean they're not a very high walk team the strikeout upside in this lineup so, yeah, I mean, Toussaint, again, I think he's in play, but we're going to definitely talk about these Royals bats here in a second. I can tell you for certain, though, um, not playing Jordan Lyles today. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely not playing Jordan Lyles. We can cross him off. Huge power, easy. struggles with um, strikeouts. Um, I mean, there's not been many times recently where I was like, hey, let's load up on some White Sox bats, but I could definitely see using the White Sox as like a secondary stack today, whether it's like a 4-4 type of build or using three of them. I do think like this team is a secondary stack today for sure. I completely agree with you. Like Andrew Vaughn at 3,100 seems extremely cheap. Eloy at 3,800, uh, Ben attendee 3,300. Um, those guys right there as a, like a skinny stack, that's a super cheap high upside stack. I mean, Tim Anderson, he's Tim Anderson. He's really struggled this year, but he's only 3,300. Like, I'm fine with that in this matchup. I say go for it. I, I, I love the White Sox in this matchup, especially especially if we keep getting great uh, hitting weather like we had them. So I, 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 love, I love the White Sox. Kansas City bats, um, I mean, we kind of already hinted towards it, but I, I use the Kansas City Royals a lot on Tuesday's slate. They're the only reason that I'm like somewhat even close with Singer in my lineup. Um, so... I mean, I definitely don't mind looking at these cheap lefties again. I think that obviously if you want and can fit Witt in, sure, go for it. I mean, he's been phenomenal. But, I mean, these cheap Kansas City lefties, man, they just – no one likes to play him. And, I mean, this is a great spot. Like, Toussaint really struggles with lefties. So, um, definitely looking at some value here. 
Yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, don't forget about, you know, MJ Melendez, Massey, um, even a guy like um, Drew Waters, I think he'd be in the lineup. Uh, super cheap. I think I think that that's a great matchup for them. So Bobby Witt, like maybe he's too expensive, but I think some of these cheap guys as fill-in plays, like when you're pitching Strider, I think I think they're a smash. Cruising along, we got Houston at Texas. Uh, Scherzer and Verlander facing off against each other. Uh, eight and a half total straight pick em game in this one. Um, two just, I mean, future Hall of Famers. Let's just be honest. That's what they are. Um, I mean, this is just one of those games that is so tough for me. I don't really have a ton of interest in Verlander and Scherzer, and I don't have a ton of interest in the bats in this game. Um, what are your thoughts here on Verlander first, I guess? So I'm kind of glad to hear you say what you said because my first instinct is just to fade this whole game. Like if I'm, you know, like at a three max, I'm not touching this game. I don't think Verlander or Scherzer has really the ceiling in the, in these matchups to pay off these salaries. And I also, other than maybe taking a couple one-offs, um like a like a garcia against verlander um i don't really have much interest at all in the bats either like this is a very weird game and i think that they're priced kind of like perfectly so like i don't think they have much ceiling i could see stacking texas yeah they're gonna be really low owned like verlander is someone that i mean has definitely struggled um from time to time when he's on he's on Scherzer has been pitching great um, ever since he landed in Texas. He's just been phenomenal. But uh, Verlander has been hit or miss. I honestly just think that this is a spot you could you could stack Texas at very very low ownership, um, and I, I don't I don't hate it. And I think that you'd want to get exposure to the righties, right? Because Verlander's reverse splits. Like I mean, honestly, like I, Seager. And then Garcia and I build from there. Um, I hate playing Marcus Simeon because I hate paying the price for him. Right. Uh, but that, I mean, that's personal. Like, I love saving money at second base and catcher. I've talked about this for years. But um, right. Garcia, so like, I think. Mitch, like Mitch Garver. Yeah, Garver's a good one. Um, whoever catches, like, whether it be Heim or Garver, I think either one of those guys uh, very much in play. And then Lowe would be someone I think you could take shots on. Um, and then just maybe a cheap bat that cracks the lineup, uh, depending on who, who would be in there for Texas. Yeah. So, yeah. See, like, I like the idea of stacking against Verlander way, way more than playing him rostering, rostering <laughs> yeah. Verlander. Oh, I feel the same way. I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. We finish it out with Baltimore at LA taking on the angels nine total, uh, Orioles, a one twenty favorite. We got Gibson and Sandoval. Facing off against each other here. Um, any interest at Gibson at eighty three hundred? Uh, I don't want to, but given the slate, and I'm assuming Otani's not going to play. He hasn't played the last two nights. Like, I'm going to assume he's not going to again. Um, he wanted I, to play Tuesday for what it's worth. The coach. Oh, he did. He did. So, okay. Well, that be, changes things. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he's back in the lineup. All right. Well, that changes things because this lineup without Otani is just so horrible. So 
I don't I don't mind Gibson, but I mean if Otani's in there, that changes my opinion a little bit. Yeah, um I think that overall um overall if Otani's out of the lineup I think we're both in the same position where I think you could take shots on him. Um, if Otani is back in the lineup, then it gets a lot tougher, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, it really just kind of depends on if Otani plays or not for me. Yeah, because I I really don't mind Gibson at all. Like, he's a little bit more expensive than that Schmidt-Manning tier, but I think he would be relatively worth it if we knew Otani was out. Sandoval on the other side of this game. Baltimore's great. Sandoval struggles with walks and command. Um, he's not a guy that typically gives up like a, a ton of home runs. Um, I don't think he's given up a multiple home run game this season. I was talking about it last time he pitched. So I think if I remember that correctly, I don't think this is a spot I want to play Sandoval. I have more interest in the Baltimore bats. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. Um, Sandoval is 77. Yeah, so I'd much rather get up to Gibson or down to Schmidt or Manning or even down all the way to Tukey. So, um, yeah, I think Sandoval kind of gets squeezed for me. This is not this is not a good matchup at all. Derek, Otani, you asked he in chat, Derek asked, I don't understand why Otani isn't shut down before he somehow – Makes the elbow worse. Um, I can tell you from certainty, doing this twice with my elbow, um, it doesn't hurt the, the hit. It just it really hurts the throw. Um, pain tolerance kind of thing with hitting, and I mean it really hasn't slowed him down too much. Um, bats, Baltimore bats here. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Baltimore bats? Uh, Ryan Mountcastle at forty six hundred probably my favorite. Uh, Adley 51, um, probably my second favorite. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, and uh, Santander and Hayes, all these righties, right? I mean, they're not, they're not cheap, but I don't think they're going to be very popular either. So I think that this is a very, very solid, uh, contrarian stack late night hammer. Yeah, I think that that's kind of what I would use them as. I don't think that they'll get a ton of ownership here. Um, I think overall that Baltimore is just a team that I love to play. Um, they have cheap guys you can typically play in their lineup. They have expensive guys with tremendous amount of upside. People will shy away lefty-lefty on a couple of these guys, and I don't mind that. But, I mean, if you're not playing like Olsen – or Alonzo at first base, man, Mountcastle is a great pivot in tournaments. Mountcastle is a 352 ISO against lefties. This yeah, year. he's crushing them. I mean, he crushes lefties. So I mean, I love him as like a like a tournament tournament uh, pivot. Um Angels bats, any interest in the Angels here? Um not really trying to make a case for somebody but it's not really coming to me unless we get otani but i really want no piece of this team yeah i mean moniac moustakis yeah um cheap lefties against gibson i don't mind those guys um but yeah not a ton of interest in not a ton of interest in the angels uh it really just kind of depends on who's in and who's out um for this one 
All right, morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. I feel like we cruised. Um, the draft isn't even done. We're in round 10 of 14, so there we go. We were cruising today. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you like for that today? Uh, I'm going to go with um, Schmidt. I'll go Manning. Um I think Manning has maybe a little bit more strikeout upside than Toussaint. The Yankees have a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. I mean, probably Toussaint. It's one of those two guys, probably. Like, I, I'm I, on my three teams, it's probably Strider, Manning, Strider, Toussaint, Strider, Schmidt for me, um, for, for what it's worth. Or, or Gibson, right? Like, I think Gibson's worth considering also. No. It's the three I just said, Tim. Gosh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh, man, that's got to be a weird one on this slate. Um, Verlander. Yeah, Verlander is who I was thinking too. I'll, I'll go Gibson. Yeah. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? Mountcastle. All right, I like that one. Um, I think it just sets up as a really good spot for Matt Olson. Um, hate going first base, first base, but I think this sets up really good for Matt Olson. Fly ball hitter against a ground ball pitcher generates more line drives, and Hudson is not a guy that's going to throw the ball by anybody. So um, love Olson today. Under four K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? Um, under four K. Oh. Um... Well, I wanted to do Andrew Vaughn, but I already did a first baseman. So let's do Eloy. All right. I'm going to go MJ Melendez from the Royals today. I, I like that quite a bit. That's a good one. Um, and then sack to score six or more runs. Who's getting the job done today? White Sox. I like that. I think the White Sox are in a great spot. Um, yeah. Give me the Mets. I like the Mets today. I think they're in a good like spot. The They've been hitting the ball well. So um, give me Mets. Uh, Tim, football right around the corner. You know, tomorrow we got um, Wednesday or Thursday. The po- football podcast will come out Wednesday night. We'll be recording baseball and the football podcast here on YouTube. So if you haven't already subscribed and you want to come hang out with us for either the MLB or the NFL show. NFL show is usually a good hour and a half. Like that, that show is a long one. We break down every game in the main slate and uh, week one always seems to take longer. Let's be honest. So, um, are, you, are you doing that? Are you doing the football show with Keith? Yep. Me and Keith back for football this year. Excited for that. Um, nice. Gosh, man, these guys keep taking my guys. Like right when I'm like in the middle of talking, I have to try to figure out like three in a row right there, three in a row. Um, Hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking football and baseball. Two separate podcasts. Like I said, make sure you subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page and uh, turn on those notifications. And that way you'll know when we're live for both of them. So have a good one, and we'll see you again tomorrow.